Hi, this is David Steele of the Orlando Magic and Fox Sports Florida, and you're listening to the Penny for Your Thoughts podcast from the guys at Orlando Magic UK. Now it's over to Garrett, Mikey, and Paul. Go Magic! In order for the magic to work, you have to truly believe in the magic. What's up, Magic fans? Welcome to Penny for Your Thoughts with us from Orlando Magic UK. Uh, today is a very special episode. We welcome uh, our friends from the Six Man Show for a first special collaboration episode this week. So welcome firstly to Jonathan Osborne and to Luke Sylvia. How are you doing, guys? Awesome. Thanks for having us. Good to be back. Uh, long, yeah, I've uh, not been, been able to uh, be on the show before, so uh, this is a first for me. Been uh, keeping up with you guys through Twitter for a while now and uh, your show as well, obviously. So it's it's uh, good to finally be able to kind of get a collaboration episode where I'm on it. Absolutely. We'll have to have yeah. you uh, on on as well uh, in the next coming few weeks, Luke, just to uh, get to know you a bit better. But I'm sure most of our audience listen to the six man show um, mm. anyway, so they probably know you. But there we go. There we go. So and uh, our very own Anton Deck are also on deck today. <laughs> That's going to be uh, so lost. I don't get the reference. <laughs> you don't need to. You don't need to. <laughs> Let's just say, I'm really upset at that because I find them two completely annoying and do not watch anything that they're on on TV. So thanks for that, mate. <laughs> and I'll say this. The next time we're in Florida, right? Jonathan, you'll always get a Disney invite from the three of us, all right? Oh, that is, you know what? I could ask for nothing more than that. If there's nothing else that I get in life, if the Magic never win a championship, as long as I get invited to Disney, that is all I ask. Dude, the invite's always open. Luke, how was Disney, by the way? Uh, it was great. I mean, I mean, aside from the chaos, it was uh, seven kids under seven years old. And uh, with my family, we, my wife and I, we have a, we have a 10 month old, uh, but the other kids, like there was some other babies, you know, one baby younger than her, one baby, a little bit older. And then it was like kids that are four five, six and seven, all part of the family. So it was, uh, it wasn't the happiest place on earth uh, for the parents. That was for sure. The kids, the kids maybe, but, but the, the parents were having a tough time. It's uh, the argument for Epcot drinking around the world, my friend. Right, exactly, exactly. It's <laughs> why awesome. Epcot was created. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Have you guys have you guys gotten to get down to uh, to Disney yet? We're not allowed. Oh, to we travel, have mate. in the past, but we're not allowed yeah. at the moment. At the moment, yeah. we're not allowed to travel. Right. They won't let us yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's oh, just man. us three. Yeah, the rest of the country oh, right. is allowed to right. go, but the just us three about. can go. That makes sense, actually. <laughs> not you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so before we get any further we've got two events okay. so we're hosting uh, a draft uh, watch party here in the uk uh, this week and the guys at the six man show are also hosting so we'll just uh hand over to mikey and to jonathan just for a quick plug just so the audiences know uh, where to go how to rsvp etc mikey do you want to go first yeah yeah so so like the the draft lottery we're, we're hosting a virtual watch party via zoom um so if if anybody wants to come and join us and, and have a few beers and watch the draft unfold um you can direct message me on on twitter mikey clark 87 um or you can send me an email mikey at orlando magic uk.com 
and I'll send you the invites next week on Thursday. Um, we're going live at midnight. Um, I think Dan Savage is hopefully coming on to join us. Um, guys, if you want to jump on and say hello again, you, you're more than welcome. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll see how the evening unfolds. But yeah, it's just another chance for us to have a few beers, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a hashtag red eye watch party job again. Yeah. Well, you guys are are the real MVPs, as they say, in terms of you know staying up and paying so you know so close attention to the team. So like uh, like the guys mentioned. We'll be putting together kind of a, an in-person, you know, if you're in the Orlando area, uh, meet up the night of the draft. So at five o'clock at Harry Buffalo, uh, downtown Orlando, will be there again, having a few beers, uh, having some food together, just kind of hanging out. And then at 645, we're all going to leave Harry Buffalo together. It's just about a you know half block walk down to Amway Center there. And then we're all going to sit in section 106 at, uh, at Amway, um, you know, to watch the, the draft and Hopefully it's a you know really exciting night. So if you guys are interested, uh, you know you can reach us on Instagram or Twitter at Six Man Show. Just let us know you want to come. We'll put you on the RSVP list and should be a good time. Hopefully it's a good night. Absolutely. Now, uh, please before you jump, before we jump in, what are you guys hoping for? Then are we moving up or uh, we stick we stick and put? Until it doesn't happen, I'm gonna hold out some hope that we do trade up. Uh, preferably for Jalen green, but um, you know, it seems like we're going to stay put at five and eight. That's probably the most likely scenario. And um, you know, as long as there aren't any crazy picks that no one has really talked about, I think we're going to come away with, you know, two really good players. I think, I think the worst case, honestly, is if the magic trade up, but it's only one spot and it's to get somebody that like, for instance, I, I'm not super high on Jalen Suggs. So if, if the magic were to trade up from five to get to four to take Suggs, when I would have just been as just as happy with Kuminga, uh, more happy probably than, than I would be with Suggs, which some people disagree with, and that's fine. But if, if the magic trade up and they only trade up to four, I think I'll be kind of disappointed that night. Yeah, I'm with you. I think, that's, I think that's a fair point, Luke. I really do quite agree with you, mate. I also I also thought it was really interesting. I can't remember the name of your guest you had on the other day, but Eric, but him, Eric, that's it. And he was on about drafting Moody at five. I mean, I wouldn't yeah. be against that. Whether right. that's a bit of a reach, but if we yeah, come out, well, with, yeah, well, that, that that's the thing, uh, Mikey is, you know, which is what we talked about with Eric was going from from eight five, like drafting a player at eight and then you know taking him at five. I feel like in this draft, it's so top heavy at one through four specifically. And I feel like there's a lot of people debating about, oh, it's a five player draft. It's a four player draft. It's a three player draft. Nobody really knows. And that's just the, that's just kind of, that's all it is, right? Nobody really knows. So if you are saying, if, if the magic are sitting there saying to us, this is a, you know, three player draft, right? You know, just, just, you know, getting rid of Suggs there or a top four draft, regardless, the, the difference between eight and five really shouldn't be that much. No. So to take Moody at five, if you think, if you're convinced he's the guy, I'm not going to be upset on draft night if they take Moody at five, because guess what? I would do almost anything to get him at eight. So why not do what you can to get him there at that five spot? It's really not that much of a reach in my opinion. And I, I'd be all aboard with Moody at five um, and then take whoever you want at eight, take, take a swing at somebody else, take a swing at book night, take a swing at whoever, um, you know, there's still going to be a good player there at eight. If you take Moody at five, especially Luke, you make a really good point. And I really hadn't thought of this is that 
none of us are really over the moon about having the fifth pick or like Jonathan Kaminga, like, oh my gosh, we're getting Jonathan Kaminga. So like the gap really isn't as big as, you know, people, you know, might think between five and eight. It's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So um, with the draft uh, coming up this week, we came up with this um, idea a few months back. I messaged Jonathan and I said, how about this idea? So essentially what we're going to do is we're going to draft uh, our own all-time Orlando Magic team from the players who've represented the franchise since ni- eight, 1989. So to qualify, you've got to represent the Magic once. So um, so Mikey's just going to run a random order generator just to see who goes first shortly um, after I just explain the rules here. Um so this is going to be done in a snake draft format consisting of six rounds. Uh, we've each got to select the point guard, a shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center, and the sixth man. Now we're looking for the greatest magic team. And by this, we mean stats and impact as a member of the Orlando Magic. So, for example, having Patrick Ewing, uh, who played one season, scored six points a game in 12 minutes, uh, probably is not the best choice. Uh, even though he was magnificent with the New York Knicks in his career. So just to give a bit of perspective there. Position-wise, you can put the guys wherever you want, but just so long as they uh, played that as a primary or secondary position uh, during the course of their career. Once we've drafted our teams, we'll put it all out there to the greater six-man and the penny for your four audience uh, just decide to decide who's drafted the team the best. So, any questions at all? No. Yes. This all fi- right, do you know what, this feels like the draft next week. It's like a four-player top-heavy draft. Right, I've gone on random.org. You guys can't probably can't see alphabetical order. Randomize. Oh, gee. What? There you go. Oh, no. That's all right. You get to two picks. I got first pick. There you go, Paul. (laughs) (laughs) At least I can get one good player. Oh, God. Right. I think Mikey rigged that for G just kind of rubbing in. (laughs) Well, do you know what? It's karma. That's what that is. Do you know what? We we talked about this yesterday. (laughs) We talked about this yesterday, and um, we found the, um, the app, and he ran it three times. And twice I was bottom. So I said, it's all right. It'll be okay on the night. But there we go. Right. There we go. <laughs> so, right then. So, mm. have you got the order in front of you, Mikey? Yeah, So, all right, I can delete all the good players then. There we go. Um, <laughs> so, you're going to have to call them out, Mikey, just so you've got the order there, mate. All right. So, we've got Paul first, Luke, me, Jonathan, and then Mr. Garant last. So... So, Team Bacon, who are you picking with the first pick? Um, simply because it was the position that I found hardest to come up with a list of players, I'm taking Shaq at the centre position. I, it's kind of hard to argue with that, number one overall. But it's good. <laughs> um, you know, you let's just be honest. He's one of the best players that's ever played that position. Um, very few players have had such an impact on coming into the team. Um, super efficient rebounding and two point scoring machine, 27.2 points per game average. I think with the magic in his seasons with us on 12.5 rebounds per game. 
enough said. So yeah, taking Shaq. And I can get Solid rid of that pick. section now. I can get rid of that section now because that was where I was really, really struggling to come up with players. Paul, I was waiting for you to do a Charles Barkley and select someone like Steve Francis. Do you guys remember the All-Star draft? <laughs> years ago? He picked Alan, Alan Iverson. Iverson in the All- yeah. yeah. What? Quality. <laughs> so yeah, no three-point threat or great, great efficiency from free throws, but uh, I've got some point scoring going off there. So I'm happy. <laughs> so with the second pick... Team Sylvia. Yeah, so that's really interesting, Paul, uh, because Jonathan and I, so the Magic put out a post recently and they said, uh, you know, essentially draft your 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 starting six, right? But, but you pick from anybody. It wasn't like a draft format. Yeah. You know, pick whoever you want. Um, and Jonathan and I were going back and forth between, you know, in a debate about Shaq versus Dwight. And Jonathan yeah. had a lot of great points in it. And and I think I came from the fact of like, if I'm going to win games, I'm picking Shaq regardless um, if I'm wanting to win games. Now, if we're talking all time, in my opinion, Dwight spent more time with the team. He won three D poise. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's an argument to be made for both of those guys, which is I why I have, no, agree. I have no problem at all taking Dwight with the second pick. Uh, so Dwight will be uh my fifth pick here. I mean, my second Believe pick. Believe me, you lucky boy, Mikey. You've got to be kidding me. If I was going second, <laughs> I would have gone with Dwight. Definitely. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. So, yeah. Would you no really? ideas from me. I, I'd have gone McGrady one. I really would have. But I've, I'd have gone say, sim, Had it been that I'd come up with better, more centres, I was really struggling looking down the list. Um, yeah, of players who have played centre and had an impact. Yeah. I was yeah. really struggling. I think there's kind of effectively four that you can say, but yeah, it's it was it's hard not to take, as you just said, teammate. Very hard. Boy, look yeah. at look at his smug yeah. face. He's so hey, happy. You couldn't have written this any better. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> but I'm not taking him. No, I am. <laughs> oh, I was, I Sorry, Jonathan. There for a split second. No, that's fine. So, third pick, I'm taking Tracy McGrady. So I'm good. taking Penny. I don't think there's any surprise there. Um, no. So uh, yeah, G. Oh uh, God, shoot me now. Um, <laughs> hey, right. you get to pick your boy. Hey. Yeah, no, you I, know, pick your I, know, guy. I know, I know, I know, I know. And for that reason, I am going to pick uh, the, the GOAT of, of our franchise, Mr. Nick Anderson, with the fifth pick, just to show he, he is and should be you know, in the top five. So let's go with Mr. Nick Anderson for my two-guard slot. Was that a hard um, decision for you, G? No, of course not. Of course <laughs> not. Friend of the show as well, isn't he? So, hey, uh, there you go. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. 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 So, then it's back to uh, no, no, so, it's back. It's me again now. Oh, that's so right. I gotta, it is back to you. There's a snake order. Snake draft. Double pick. Two picks. That's right. Now, for the sheer fact that we're going to fall off a cliff uh, with regard to the center position, I better take this guy. So I'm going to take um, a recent player that got traded to the Chicago Bulls, Mr. Nikola Vucevic. Uh, he's got career averages of 17 points, 11 rebounds, three assists for the Magic. Now, whilst he was a member of the Magic when the team weren't that successful, he was a key part in getting us back to the playoffs in the last couple of seasons uh, before that season last and a two-time All-Star. 
So it'd be hard pressed for me to pass up on um, Vooch. So there we go, Vooch for me. So Jonathan, I, over to you, mate. All right, so back to me. So I am going to go with someone whose uh, Orlando Magic career wasn't very long. Um, you know, just over uh, three seasons. I'm going to go with Richard Lewis. Okay. Um, in his time with the Magic, uh, 16 points per game, just over five rebounds, two assists, uh, but really I think helped revolutionize the game of basketball, you know, playing, being the stretch four that he was, the Magic taking the amount of threes that they took back in the day, the clutch playoff shots, you name it. So I'm going to go Rashard Lewis. Solid. That would have been my next one as well. Yeah, likewise. Okay. Right, so with the eighth pick, then it's a it's a two sided coin. I'm gonna go. I'm tossing between Dennis Scott and Hedo. That's one of my picks, but I'm gonna go Dennis Scott as the spot up three to uh, help Tracy spread the floor. So uh, Dennis Scott played seven seasons, 487 games for the Magic, the fourth overall pick in 1990. Average 14.8 points per game in his Magic career. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to take Dennis Scott. That's a very wing-heavy uh, there, Michael. Let's go Two for picks. it. I want, I want shooting. The Magic needs shooting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is, it, is it me? A loop it's, now. Yeah, a loop. yeah go. Okay. Um, just so I know, I, I'm I'm like deleting players off my list every time they get picked, yeah. and I'm trying to make sure that I'm keeping up. Has Grant Hill been picked yet? Mm-mm. All right, no. so this is easy for me. I think uh, at my small forward position, I'm going to go with Grant Hill, uh, a player who you know spent seven seasons with the Magic, um, and in his tenure, averaged 16 points, five rebounds, three assists, shot 50 percent from the field, um, was able to uh, get to the basket. Felt like whenever he wanted, he was never incredible uh, in terms of his you know long range shooting, uh, but as a guy who can get to the rim when he wants. And if it wasn't for those injuries, I think we'd be talking. We all know we'd be talking about Grant Hill in a completely different light. But just for his longevity with the Magic, despite it, only 200 games that. He played in those six seasons um, with Orlando. I still can't pass up taking Grant Hill uh, at my three spot. We'd be talking rings, plural. Yeah, we would. Yeah, for the yeah. Magic. Yeah, absolutely. With okay, the with the tenth, then I'm I'm going because my list of small forwards is rapidly running short here. Um, so I'm going with Edo. So what's his surname? Mister Turgaloo. There you go. Very nice. <laughs> Good ah, <man>. you see. <laughs> Good man. He's been practicing. I've made, mis- <laughs> I've made that mistake so many times that I've finally got the pronunciation correct. Mate, I've just gone for it. I'm hugely capable player um, from the two or the three, rebounder and assists. Complete guy. So, yeah, that's my small forward. Okay. So, do, do you want me to round up the first two rounds? So, we've got... Paul has a Shaq and Hedo. Luke's got Dwight Howard and Grant Hill. I've got Tracy McGrady and Dennis Scott. Jonathan has gone for Penny and Rashad Lewis. And Garrett has Nick Anderson and Nick Vucevic. So, Paul, pick number 11 is over to you. Okay. Um, I'm going at the point guard <laughs> position. Um And I'm going to take uh, 
Find this one hard. I'm going Jameer Nelson. Okay. Respect that. Go and Jameer. Um, score, he can score from inside and outside of the arc. Um, great defensive rebounder um, and a team leader as far as assists and um, in the top five on steals, I believe, as well. So, yeah, I think the guy provides us an awful lot at that position. So I'm going to be a, a point guard position. Okay. So pick number 12, Luke. Oh, this is tough for me. But I'm going to go with a guy that didn't get to win very much in his career in Orlando. At my fourth spot, I'm going to Tobias Harris. Okay. okay. I, I was hoping he'd still be around. <laughs> there's a lot of memories with Tobias. Uh, I mean, and specifically, you know, OKC game winning dunk. Like there, there's not much like with Tobias, man, he's a stand up dude. Uh, he played his heart out in Orlando. I, he's a guy I wish was still around in Orlando. I think we all could probably attest to that. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's, it's, you know, he averaged almost 16 points uh, in Orlando, a game, um, seven rebounds as well, a good rebounder. And, just a guy you could count on. So uh, I think Tobias is definitely, uh, I'm comfortable slotting him in at that uh, power forward spot. I know he played a lot of small forward in Orlando, uh, but I know he also played some power forward as well. So we'll slot him in there. And Lou, when you look at it, before that terrible trade we made for him, his stats were improving. Each He was he was improving as a scorer throughout his time with us. So yeah, I think we'd have seen more from him. Uh, yeah. Wise choice, mate, wise choice. Thanks a lot, Scott Skiles. <laughs> <laughs> so, 13th pick, I'm going to go with more scoring. I've got no def- <laughs> no defense on this. <laughs> I'm going to go, he didn't play for the, for the Magic for very long, um, but he uh, sort of ushered Jameer Nelson in after he got drafted, and I'm going to take Steve Francis as my point guard. Okay. Average so. 19 points a game in two seasons with the Magic. All right, Run and so gone. To add to um, my kind of wings and, uh, you know, my big guards, I'm going to go uh, with another, with a Florida guy, actually, another big guard. I'm going to go with Vince Carter for the Orlando Magic. Played uh, two seasons, 16 points a game. Uh, just under four rebounds, three assists, 43% from the floor, 36% from the three-point line. Um, just give me a little bit more scoring, uh, a little bit of star power. Obviously, he wasn't the same guy here that he was in Toronto or New Jersey, um, but was still, you know, put the ball in his hands. He'll go get you a bucket. So I'm going to add to uh, Penny and Richard, and I'm going to put Vince Carter right between those guys. Nice, solid, strong team. Solid team, that is. Yeah. I just fear me not having one of the power four is just going (laughs) to shoot me in the foot a bit. Um, Right. I have two picks now, don't I? Right. 15 to 16. Yeah. Let's plug the point guard position um, and select Mr. Hart and Hustle himself, averaging 12 points, three rebounds, five assists as a member of the Magic and shot, I think, nearly 90% of the free throw line. Mr. Daryl Armstrong, and a member, okay. member of the Magic Hall of Fame also, I might add. 
So I've got two members of the Magic Hall of Fame. Well, that should count for something, surely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then the next pick, I'm going to go with the guy who got me into the Magic. I'm going to go with Horace Grant. It was Horace's jersey that I saw at a Sports Dominator in Kissimmee back in 1997. Hang on, I've just deleted his stats there. Um, who averaged some 11 points, uh, eight rebounds, two assists in his course of his career as a member of the Magic. So, yeah, Horace Grant uh, slots in at my power forward. All right. So back to so... you, Jonathan. You took you took my power forward. That's that's where I was. That's where I was going next. So um, I tell you what, I'll trade you for Penny if you want. Nope, no, we're good. <laughs> good there, I appreciate that, but uh, I think we're good. So I'm gonna go right back to the power forward position. Um, a guy who played really early on with the Magic. Magic were not very good, so I think his numbers at least you know go pretty unappreciated. Uh, the Catman Terry Catledge. So um, in his four seasons with the Orlando Magic averaged 15 points, six rebounds, uh, just one assist, shot 47% from the floor. So I'm going to go with the Catman, Terry Catledge, uh, at my fourth spot. Okay. I'm going to keep the power forward streak going here. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, Paul. I've started getting very, very slim pickings on this, on the power forward. There you go. Um, I'm going to have somebody else who can also shoot the three and spread the floor for Tracy and Dennis. Um, and I'm going to go with Ryan Anderson. Love Ryan I Love Ryan Yeah, I'd got him as my choice as a sixth man. Not anymore. Not anymore. He was my target for sixth man, but hey, not to worry. Okay. Back to Luke. Pick 19. Oh boy. Um, you know, looking at this list of who we've kind of got left here and at least with the board that I put together, I still need a power up to fill my point guard spot. And I think I'm going to go, uh, the assist machine, Scott Skiles at point guard. Skiles spent, uh, obviously just a few years with the magic, uh, five seasons, you know, 13 points, roughly seven assists. Um, uh, he's just, a. I mean, Frankly, I obviously would like to have some other guys at point guard, but Scott Skiles is going to have to do the job for me, and I'm going to have to slot him in there at the uh, point guard position. Um, it really was between, for me at least, between uh, since Daryl Armstrong was off the board, especially too here Chris late. Uh, not, not quite, <laughs> not quite. Uh, it was going to be between Scott uh, Scott Skiles or Ray for Alston. Um, so I, I'm going to go with Skiles there. You're gonna you're gonna have some locker room problems there with Skiles and Tobias. Might <laughs> 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 might be some fisticuffs in that. Oh one. wow! <laughs> uh, so and Dwight's joking we, as well. Yeah. <laughs> so we're on to myself again, are we? Okay. Um, I'm going to take. Uh, a current player at the uh, power forward position and go with Jonathan Isaac. Um, the guy's already a defensive general um, and his game is still developing. He already rates in our top 10 for blocks. Um, he's at nine points per game, five rebounds per game, 1.5 blocks per game as a career average. He had, adding a steal and an assist per game. 
you're getting a rounded player who is only getting better. Uh, and prior to his injury, his points per game were increasing as well. Um, hey, hopefully we develop a, uh, sh- a shot from deep and we've got the all-round guy. So I'm going for Jonathan Isaac as my power forward. Um, so, do you want to recap it, Mikey? Through four rounds. Okay, so Paul has Shaq, Hedo, Jameer Nelson, and Jonathan Isaac. Luke has Dwight Howard, Grant Hill, Tobias Harris, and Scott Skiles. Um, I've gone for Tracy McGrady, Dennis Scott, Steve Francis, and Ryan Anderson. Jonathan's gone for Penny, Rashad Lewis, Vince Carter, and Terry Catledge. And Geraint has Nick, Nick, <laughs> Darren Armstrong, <laughs> and Horace Grant. Give me any one of those teams. <laughs> Be nice. Yeah. So is it, it's it's me again, isn't it? Oh, so it's... I'm gonna I'm gonna finish off um uh, my starting five at the point at the uh, shooting guard position and. I've got three names uh, to choose from, but as he's still there, um, I'm going with JJ, JJ Reddick. Uh, I need some three-point shooting um, for definite, and that's my guy. So, JJ. Okay. So, 22nd pick is back to Luke. All right. Um, This is where it gets stressful now. Yeah, I just need to fill my shooting guard (laughs) spot um man i let's see here Let, let's see we're we're gonna i need to look something up real quick because essentially at this spot if we're talking about longevity we're talking about you know con- contributing on the offensive end i'm looking to fill my shooting guard spot right now and it'd be hard not to look at evan Fournier in this position despite yeah what people think about Evan Fournier, despite what I have thought about Evan Fournier. Uh, So it's definitely tough for me Um, in terms of all time magic. You know, at this point you're looking at guys like uh, Fournier, you're looking at uh, Oladipo, uh, Reddick's been off the board. You're looking at Jason Richardson, who spent a, a couple seasons there in Orlando. Jason Richardson, I will add is someone that I would take. Um, if it was just straight up like, hey, Fournier versus Jason Richardson, who are you taking? I'd go Jason Richardson. And uh, at this point, it seems like a no-brainer, my shooting guard spot. I'm going to go Evan Fournier. Again, you know what, Luke? I think I don't think you can argue against it because the guy ranks 10th in two-pointers made. Yeah. He's third in threes made and 10th right. in assists. Underrated. Yeah. Underrated right. in his time with us. And I'm no great fan. Took my pick. Thanks. Love no that. Disney invite. <laughs> Took my pick. Oh, wow. <laughs> great, great week for the six-man show. <laughs> okay, right. With the 23rd pick, I'm going to change my strategy. So instead of filling out my starting five, I'm going to go mm. for the sixth man, Terrence Ross. Mm. You sod. <laughs> you knew I had... That was my only that was heartfelt. that I could... I've wow. What does that mean? I've what never heard that insult mean? in my life. So I'm I'm Sounded calling very disrespectful. I'm calling Jonathan that for the rest of my life. So thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, any any other words, G? No, no, no. This, this is this is just karma for last 
for the last couple of weeks, my friend. No, that's that's just you phoning me up this morning saying, "What's your strategy? What's your strategy?" <laughs> Luke, Luke tried that last night. What, hey, what's your big board looking like? I said, "No, absolutely not." <laughs> I was in the middle of mine. I was just curious, you know. <laughs> Anybody could have asked me, but I had no preparation done before about <laughs> seven o'clock this morning. So. <laughs> Good stuff. Okay, Jonathan, twenty fourth pick. So since you took uh, who I wanted as my sixth man, Evan Fournier, I am going to go with a man who's had a very uh, polarizing stint in Orlando and now has gone on to achieve greater things. I'm going to go with Victor Oladipo, a guy who in his time in the Magic, we saw him basically back and forth between the point guard and, and shooting guard position was really, especially his first couple seasons, just an animal defensively. Um Almost 16 points per game with the Magic, four rebounds, four assists, 1.6 steals, a half block, uh, shot 43% from the floor, um, just under 34% from the three-point line. And a guy that, say what you will about you know those teams, he was a heck of a lot of fun to watch, especially going to his left, spinning back to the right, like his rookie season. I just, this play against the Spurs, pulled it right on Tim Duncan. And I was actually in this room that I'm in right now and just lost my mind. So my sixth man is going to be uh, Victor Oladipo. Yeah, good choice. Okay. Quality. Solid. Solid. Right. I got my last two now, haven't I? So I need a small forward and a sixth man. And I've been praying none of you guys would pick this guy, and you haven't. So I'm very grateful. So first of all, I'm going to select Eminem himself, Mike Miller. If I didn't call Oladipo, that was my pick. Good pick. Yeah. So Mike Miller slots in at the three. And now, so I'm just going to throw out a couple of notables, you know, just uh, honorable mentions. So, you know, you guys can have a think about these guys or or whatever you want. I was having a look at the point guard position and a guy I used to love back early in the 2000s was Troy Hudson, right? And under basketball reference, one of his nicknames was Lakers Killer. Loved it. So uh, how, how, how did you not take him? How did you not take him then? Eight points, one rebound, three assists, possibly. And T Hud sounds like thud, maybe. <laughs> no, um, no, I love T Hud. In fairness, um, other notables just to sort of throw out there: John Amici flying the flag for the UK. Um, you know, like I said earlier, the center position falls off a cliff after the first three or four. Um, a couple of you guys have got to make a decision shortly, so that'll be interesting. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and pick, and it's between, oh God, it's between four. It's between Reggie Theus, Aaron Aflalo, Mikhail Pietris, and Katino Mobley. Um I'm going to go Reggie Theus. Now, not a lot of people will know what Reggie Theus was like, but he played one season, nearly scored 20 points a game, uh, five assists. So if you don't know him, get to know him. And uh, he's a solid pick. Hang time. Might have the best hair in Orlando Magic history, by the way, (laughs) Reggie Theus. I think Reggie Theus and Terry Catledge are and I'm not trying to, you know, hype up my team here, but I think those are two of the guys from like the really or early Orlando Magic days that have kind of been forgotten. So, is it my pick? 
my final pick? It is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I'm happy that um, I actually am ending up with this guy because if not, I, I just have no idea where I would have gone with the center position. So I'm going to go with the gentleman who had um, the bad luck of having to follow up the act that was Shaquille O'Neal. I'm going to go Ronnie Cycli. So you're going to say Stanley Roberts there, mate. No. <laughs> so in just, you know, just over a season and a half with the magic 16.4 points, 8.7 rebounds, um, 1.3 assists shot 48% from the floor first year with the magic average 17 points, nine rebounds wasn't Shaq. Um, but I think the magic could have found, you know, a much worse solution uh, for the starting center. So I'm going to finish out uh, with, with Ronnie Cycli. Okay. Solid. Right. So I've got a big man to find. So I'm re there's really two here that I'm looking at. So it's either John Amici or Gortat. And I'm going to go for Martin for two reasons. Another big. One, one, he was an important part of the Magic team that made the finals in 2009. I need, I've got plenty of shooting. I need somebody to do the dirty work, rebound the ball, um, a bit of a bigger body to defend Shaq and Dwight. And Ronnie Cycli and all these big dudes. So um, how much I'm, did he average, mate? He averaged three point seven uh, points per game, but that doesn't matter. However, however, I've got Tracy McGrady. So. I've got in case I got to this point and had to go with Marcin. Um, he, he, I don't know if you looked, G. The season he got traded, 2010, 2011, got traded to Phoenix. Yeah. He tripled his scoring when he moved to Phoenix. Because he'd been playing behind uh, behind Dwight, hadn't he? He was the backup to Dwight. Yeah. yeah. So he went. But that's, but that's not the rules, mate. That's not the rules. Uh, same season. <laughs> same season. Same season, mate. I would have it. I would argue with you. <laughs> he went from four points per game to thirteen points, and he doubled his rebounding. Yeah. Yeah. Same season. So I think it shows that the only reason his stats were skewed for the Magic are because he's behind Dwight at the time. He was yeah. a solid. And in backup. fairness. In fairness, he came in in that Philadelphia season. Uh, Dwight had a suspension one game, wasn't it? And and he yeah. came in, did admirable job. So uh, and got us a W in Philly, I think. So uh, yeah, no solid pick, mate. Okay, two picks left. Two picks left. All right, uh, is it me now? It is. Yes. Yeah. All right, guys, we're gonna play a quick tri trivia game here. Okay. Twenty twelve NBA playoffs. Dwight Howard goes out with a herniated disc and does not play in that first round against Indiana. Do you guys know who led the team in scoring in that round where the Magic lost four to one? In... I answer straight out, no. <laughs> <laughs> I stumbled upon this like two years ago, and it's one of my favorite Magic stats because it caught me so off guard. It's a, I'll give you a hint. Uh, he he played the power forward position specifically uh power forward center position with Orlando Brandon Bass no it is uh Glenn Big Baby oh, David oh wow. my gosh we traded oh. Brandon Bass for Glenn Baby I was sitting here saying please don't tell me it's Big Baby wow well, it's Big Baby and Big Baby <laughs> is who I'm going with with my six man pick specifically because Mikey I get your shirt it. out I hate it Big Baby. <laughs> you, you look we at Big Baby, Big Baby the, the funniest part about him was he played 21 minutes per game that season. Dwight goes out. He's, you know, where are the points going to come from? 
Big Baby averages 19 points a game against Indiana. Um, he plays 38 minutes a game in that series, coming from playing only 21. And I mean, I just think that it was it was underappreciated. I, even though the Magic lost 4-1, uh, Big Baby Davis, I have no problem taking him uh, as my pick for six man. So. I don't know how you all feel, but for me, it really annoys me because I love Brandon Bass and the fact that we traded Brandon Bass for Glenn Davis specifically because Dwight wanted to play with them and then (laughs) left anyways. And we were stuck with Glenn Davis. (laughs) I'm like, thanks a lot, Dwight. Almost averaged a double double in that series too, uh, 19 and 9.2 rebounds. Before we move on, Bass Bass was a legit in the mid range. Was. Go on, G. Move on. Hands up if you've ever owned the Glenn Davis jersey. It's <laughs> <laughs> all good. It's all good. For, for, for anyone who's not um, watching on YouTube, so, should I tell you the real reason? Should, on, I, should I tell you the real reason? So my wife went through this stage when uh, she she started. We started dating and we started taking her to Orlando and going to Magic games, and she was buying players jerseys. And whoever she would buy would get traded, like <laughs> at the trade deadline or in the off season. She bought Victor Oladipo jerseys, and mm. so Alfred Payton, I, I yeah. thought I'll follow the same thing. So I bought Glenn Davis one, hoping that he would get traded early. <laughs> I appreciate and the was, effort. <laughs> yeah, we believe you. Yeah, nobody. You got to say nobody's no, buying that story. I'm not selling it. I'm the not t- selling the it. timeline doesn't fit. <laughs> 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 so um is it down to me for me for, for my final pick yes, six man? yeah well i'm quite surprised that this guy's left on the board because he got mentioned earlier so um i'm going with aaron aflalo mm-hmm. as my mm-hmm. six man um yeah. can play shooting guard or small forward very comfortable in the starting role if i do need him to step up a real solid career averages in points from both the two and the three. So I'm really pleased that he's still there. Happy with that one. That turnaround uh, baseline jumper was deadly. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was. So I'm just going to shout out a few honorable mentions. People who didn't make my list, you guys can add to it afterwards. Um, Center, John Amici, I've mentioned it before. Power forward, I had Ben Wallace in there in case I needed him for a center position, but I said Vucevic. Um, Bo Outlaw, Pat Garrity, Jeff Turner, yeah. Juwan Howard, even though it was one season, which was the car crash season. Um, Aaron Gordon, Jerry Reynolds, Mikhail Pietris, Katino Mobley, um, Mark Fultz, Brian Shaw, Troy Hudson, Ray for Alston. Um, and I've got EP as well. Just, just pa- pa- passes a pillar whilst he's running yeah. through his list. <laughs> Any more, G? <laughs> no, that, that, that was my big board. You you are just reading Wikipedia's list of players who who wore a magic shirt at some point, aren't you? At this moment. Oh no. no, 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 no. No love for Mario Hazonia. <laughs> no sir. Right, anybody I, else I, have any, I, anyone else? I have. I, I've got Melvin Fraser Jr. as my sixth man. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you had to lower the tone, ball, didn't you? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. He's here for the comedy. <laughs> uh, I don't, I really don't mean to be mean to Melvin Frazier Jr., but that was, that was just very random. 
He sucked. <laughs> Let's oh, be fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying. Oh, man. Man. I also, you know, my love for DJ. I got him as a potential six man. Mm. Had had Aaron not been there, I would have gone probably gone with DJ or Aaron Gordon. Um, the I think you've mentioned pretty much everybody I've got down there. G, you mentioned Pat Garrity, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah you've covered covered my list, mate. Yeah. Oh, someone I forgot, Matt Harpring. I loved Matt Harpring back in '99, but it was only one one season. So, yeah. So I think it'd be a good time for everybody to uh, give their reasons why their teams, why their teams the best, best drafted. I think I think G should start, seeing as you. Uh, you think the, went last with the fifth pick. Okay. Well. I have three Magic Hall of Fame guys in my team. I bet nobody else has that, for starters. Um, I was unlucky to be fifth out of all of us. So, of course, I didn't get one of the uh, star four. But given uh, where I landed in the draft, uh, selecting Vucevic, Grant, Mike Miller, Nick Anderson, Daryl Armstrong and Reggie Theus, I think that's a pretty strong lineup uh, that gets a lot of it done um, at both ends, actually, in fairness. A bit of shooting there with uh, Anderson and Miller. Uh, Grant is solid defensively. Vucevic will get you everything. Armstrong, we know what he's like. And Theus will get you 20 points a game as well. So it's not, it's not a bad effort, considering I was picking fifth, I don't believe. You're playing for the sympathy vote there, G. I'm not. <laughs> Three, please, three please, love me. Please, please love me. I went fifth. It's all right. I got loads of burner accounts, boys. It's okay. Oh man, probably have four one day. I think. I think Vucevic is going to end up in the Magic Hall of Fame. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was uh, sad yeah, that, be- uh, that I missed out on that pick. Here we go. So uh, who wants to go next? Who went fourth? Oh, yeah, um, yeah, I'll go. So, um, you know, Penny Hardaway, obviously one of the best Magic players in the history of the franchise. Magic Hall of Famer as well. Um, great size. It's going to help me out on both ends. Going to help facilitate, get easy buckets for Vince Carter, Richard Lewis, um, you know, Terry Catledge, Ronnie Cycli. Those are guys that at the height, um, you know, of their Orlando Magic careers were guys that could put the ball in the bucket in their own right. And then uh, Victor Oladipo, you know, coming off of the bench, a guy that's really just going to put the ball in his hands and ask him to go get buckets like he did when given the opportunity in Orlando. You know, at times we saw some pretty big scoring outbursts from him uh, was a guy that knocked down big shots from time to time. The the, the shot against um, OKC uh, to force overtime, uh, you know, comes to mind. Um but yeah, looking at Vince Carter, Richard Penny, those are guys that not only were talented, but also had a decent amount of success when they were in Orlando. So um, I definitely would have liked to have, you know, Shaq, Dwight or, or T-Mac on the roster. Obviously, those guys are going to bring you a long way. But um, yeah, I, I think I did all right here. That was third pick. Michael. Hey. Michael. Well, 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 I'll start with the uh, the best scorer in Magic history in Tracy McGrady. That's, that's, that's enough said for him. Um, I've got a good second option in Steve Francis, who, who averaged 19 points a game, um, who can play off the ball. Dennis Scott, one of the best th- prolific three-point shooters in Magic history. 
Um, Ryan Anderson, again, can, can spread the floor, can shoot the three. He shot uh, 39% in his Magic career. Good rebounder as well. Um, I've got Martin Gortat who can who can bang with, with some of the big guys. Um, he can rebound the ball. He can do the dirty work. And then I've got arguably one of the best sixth men that have ever played for the Magic and Terrence Ross, um, who averages 14, 15 points off the bench. So the, the modern day Magic. There we go. Luke. All right. So, yeah, when it comes to mine, I mean, let's see. So you've got, you know, Scott Skiles running the point. Um, who's going to distribute the ball well. Evan Fournier, who is going to uh, knock down the three ball. Uh, specifically, I think that's an underrated part of Evan Fournier's game is uh, how well he shot the three. So you've got him. And, and essentially, we're going somewhat old school, right? Like we we've got Grant Hill who can't really shoot the three very well uh, Tobias who in Orlando, if we're going off or like if we're going off their Orlando careers, he didn't shoot the ball extremely well from three. He has like 34, 35%. And it wasn't until, you know, a little bit later in his career until recently where he's shooting like 38, 39 and kind of getting up there in his three point percentage and kind of coming into his own. So we're not going to be shooting a lot of threes, but guess what? It doesn't matter because I've got Dwight Howard at center. I'm going to give him the ball in the elbow. If I do need a three to be shot, you know, you can have Fournier and Tobias out there. Um, you know, Tobias running short corner and, you know, cutting and Dwight hitting him on the cut. Like there's a lot of ways this team could go. And then you've got uh Glenn, big baby Davis, who he's going to, he's going to chuck and he's going to make some shots for me, and he's going to get the team going off the bench. He'll be the spark plug for sure. Uh, maybe some antics from Glenn Big Baby Davis to get the other team riled up a little bit, be the instigator. I think there's a lot of upside with this team. I, I think that it would have been, uh, you know, it, we're not going to be killing people with the three, like I said, but I think there's a lot of ways you could go with the with a team like that. So finally falls to me. Um, okay. I've got Jameer running the, running the point. Guy is an assist machine, uh, superb on the defensive end for rebounds and steals and can shoot. So with him alongside JJ, uh, we know what JJ is capable of shooting. So I think I've got some nice floor spread in there, um, along with um, Hedo at the uh, small forward position. Again, he is capable scorer. Um can assist with the ball and he's a competitor. He will rebound. Um, not as he's going to have to do that much rebounding when you look at the uh, power forward position and centre in Jonathan Isaac and, uh, say, at centre, Shaq, who, if we miss from the three, that guy's going to go up and get the ball and slam it home. Uh, coming off the bench, Aaron, and again, so there's more floor spreading, uh, floor spreading from uh, Mr. Aflalo. Um I'm happy with that team. I think that they are quite a modern team. They would be very, very difficult to play. Good on both ends of the floor. Brilliant. Right. Well, thank you very much, everybody, for participating. Uh, that was a lot of fun. So um, I think we're going to put it up as a poll, possibly on OMUK, and uh, you guys are going to do the same. Um, and then we'll just put it all together and find out that I haven't won. Um, <laughs> let's be honest I wouldn't be putting my money on me but there we go right so magic trivia time Paul's favourite time of the week uh, and I know the guys at the six man show have been looking forward to this 
So uh, let's give you something to think about. Okay, so what jersey number, it's a double-sided question, okay, what jersey number is the most worn by players of the Orlando Magic? So what's the most popular jersey number worn? You're going to say one. You're saying one? Right, let's see what the other guys think. I'm going to go four. Five. Five. One, four, five. And Luke? Oh, boy. I would go one, but I don't want to do that. One also. But oh, you don't. Okay. No, I don't want to just because Jonathan already said it. So we got one, four, five. If you, so if far, you right? want one, I'll, I'll give you one because I have another guess. All right, fine. I'll take one then. All right. So I'll take 14. Mm. 14. Okay. Right. The most popular jersey number was worn on one, five, six, seven. Um, on 14 occasions. And it is the number 11. Believe it or not. Really? It's the number 11. Yeah. So, Bismack Biombo, <laughs> Big Baby Davis. Uh, big, big Baby Davis. It all comes back to Big Baby Davis. I'm <laughs> telling you guys. Back. Right. I'll, I'll just run through that list for you, unless you want to guess it. No. Oh, there's some, no. There's some I'm sure there's some ones on there. Number there's 11. Some real hard ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you've got Biombo, you've got Big Baby. Somebody oh, else we've mentioned Courtney today. Lee. Courtney I know, Lee is one. Uh, my boy Devin Marble wore 11, right? Yeah, you've got it. <laughs> is somebody on the current roster? On the current? 11 oh, James Ennis. James Ennis. Good. Oh, God, he is. I? Good answer. Great yeah, answer I forgot that. that. Um, I forgot that. So you've got the... Most recent six, other than I'll give you one, Emil Jefferson, because he wasn't really on the team that much. Uh, before that, Andre Barrett, Shamond Williams, uh, our previous head coach, Jacques Vaughan, uh, <laughs> Mr. Laker Hater, uh, Troy Hudson, Earl Boykins, one, one of the shortest players to ever play for the Magic, Doug Overton, Vitario Green, and Sam Vincent. So the second part of my question, uh, we did have a guess there for number one. So number one was worn by one, two, three, four, five, six, 11 different players. So between the four of you, see if you can um, tell me who's worn the number one. Tracy, G-Mike, Penny, yeah. Jonathan, Von Wafer, Deron Lamb. Yeah. yeah. Penny. Oh, you said Penny. Sorry. Yeah, we Arenas. Said Gilbert Arenas. Arenas. Yeah. Um, do you want any clues? Or yes, that would be great. G for G. Is it anybody I'm gonna have heard of? <laughs> um well there's a person that was mentioned today that how many how um, many are left? Didn't one, two, three, I think five. Left. Yeah, I've, no, I've got was, five in a minute. A point guard that was mentioned today that wasn't picked. Oh, Rafer Alston. Rafer Alston. Rafer, yeah. There's a a shooting guard from, I believe, 2008. Like a 3 and D guy. 
Mm, he didn't stay for no. Everyone listening, shouting out the answer, guys. You should, should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> I'd, I'd be happy for I'd be happy for one of them to text it. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, I'll give you that one. That's Mo Evans, oh, Maurice, Maurice Evans, the blast from the past. Um, right, the next guy we acquired from the New York New York Knicks and played for the Magic between 2006 and 2008. He's since moved on. A bit of a defensive stopper, wing, shoot the three. Mm. No, Mike. And he's got a, a good, a good Welsh first name. When did you say that this was? Now I'm really lost. Between 2006 and 2008. 2006. Did we say? Did we? So say he was acquired reason? from the new. He was acquired from the New York Knicks. It, was it Ariza? Oh yes, it was. Yeah. Did we say Ariza? Did we? Did we say him? Have you said thought, that before? We I didn't thought, say Ariza. I, this man's googling. No, right I thought we did. Us. No, I don't know. The keyboard. I thought we did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tre- Trevor Ariza. Um, next, so there's only two left. Uh, this guy played in 2005, not for very long at all. Um, we traded Catino Mobley to the Sacramento Kings to acquire him. And he's notorious. If you think about him, he played with the Raptors. And when you see him in his uh, Raptor jersey, you kind of think that's where he was. He wore 13 with the Raptors. He wore one with the Magic. I know a lot of useless information. The only one I can think of, and I don't think he wore one, was Doug Christie. That's what I was going to say, Doug Christie. It was Doug Christie, and he did did wear one. I couldn't remember it. I couldn't remember if Doug Christie played for the Raptors or not. Yeah. And then there's one last one from 2000, but this was where the magic of wheeling and dealing and getting everyone in and out the door. So um, I'd be surprised if you got this guy. Uh, I'll give you his, his initials, KG. Uh, unless you got, unless you got uh, Kevin Garnett, Garnett that I don't yeah. know about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Kuwain Garris. Probably not a name many of us have heard. No. So, um, so anyway, so for all the latest news, follow Orlando Magic UK on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube by searching Penny for your thoughts. And visit the website at orlandomagicuk.com. Please don't forget to use our affiliate links uh, for Fanatics and NBA Store EU uh, using Magic UK 10 for 10% off. Uh, do you want to do a plug, guys, for yours? Yeah, you can well. find us uh, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, um, at Six Man Show. YouTube, it's youtube.com slash The Six Man Show, I believe. If you can't find us there, just... Type in The Six Man Show on YouTube. You'll find us. Like, subscribe. We've been trying to put out more video content there. But, no, I think uh, I think I speak for me and Luke. This was a lot of fun, and we appreciate you know talking with you guys always, and it was a lot of fun coming on. Brilliant. Yeah, no, thank you guys for coming on. Yeah, it's been fantastic. So um, enjoy the uh, watch party on Thursday, and let's hope we get a, a positive outcome. But um, until next time, go Magic.